0: another production from solid gold podcasts it's another beef a full day, wherever in the world you are. I'm Melanie Walker in Johannesburg, and with me on the other side of the line we have Jenny Baxter over in Antibes in France, looking very fresh and spring-like where she is, whereas, of course, I'm in the depths of black despair. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm just wearing black because it keeps the, the heat in better, which is a lot <laughs> easier sometimes. How are you doing, Jenny?
1: Hey, really well, Mel. And you? How's your car? Is it
0: fixed? Uh, no, 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 no. The wheels are still off. Um, but the nice thing is, is that it is not in intensive care; it just has a sling on it at the moment we'll work on that, but I 'm getting a lot of walking in, which is always great because it's especially in Johannesburg this time of the year it 's a fantastic place to be walking but what 's been happening i mean i've the one thing I saw and I, I saw it as I was about to go to sleep the other night is that the Gupta
1: brothers have apparently been arrested isn't that fantastic that i mean i don 't know how long the is going to take but um mm-hmm. but just brilliant and and you know that was a, a, South Africa obviously getting Interpol to do the red notice, and UAE have been amazing, and they confirmed yesterday that the Dubai police definitely did arrest the brothers, and that they first compiled enough, str- you know, enough of a strong case, mm. so they didn't just kind of willy-nilly arrest them. They made sure. So it's but going to be. They wouldn't
0: have to let them go. Yes, yeah. so
1: it's going to be so interesting, and and you know, I don't know how Jacob Zoom is feeling right now. Uh, there's the. Free state case later this year, so hopefully the, the Guptas will be there. And for mm-hmm. anybody, I mean, I've noticed all around the world, even the BBC air, you know, they're all posting stories about who are the Gupta brothers, what did they mean to South Africa. And basically, they stole South Africa. And um, that's the, you know, the bottom line. They stole all the money. They stole trillions, you know, the whole thing involved trillions, which really could have yeah. changed people's lives. So, um, if anybody wants to know what happened and catch up, Showmax has a brilliant documentary called How to Steal a Country. And you know they've got uh, interviews, everything. It's it's brilliant, and it's and it's by an award-winning guy who did the Marikana documentary. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, no. Let's just hope that some of the money comes back, and we can actually start rebuilding KZN, maybe fixing SCOM. F- although I see that the latest. Yeah, oh, everything. Let's just fix this country, people. Let's just stop stealing the money and actually take the money and use it for what it's worth. Even you, Cyril. Um Cyril, I'm sorry, <laughs> that money that you've been keeping in your furniture, you can put it into something else, okay? Go help your fellow person. Yeah,
1: Mal Mal for for people overseas who may not know Mal's referring to the fala fala. A farm scandal. Yes. Um,
0: where. Which belongs to the president of South Africa. Yes. Yes.
1: And it's kind of a wildlife farm. And, and actually we've had some pretty controversial articles about him before on, you know, some hunting that's done of animals that shouldn't really be hunted. Uh, this time, millions, I think. 22.9 22.9 million or something got stolen from his farm and, um, and there was a cover up and so everybody wants to know why the cover up but that doesn't mean we should take attention off Gupta because you know, some people are saying has Cyril just dobbed in the Guptas so that the attention went off of him but I think both require attention
0: all of it. And yeah. I mean, even like in the last couple of days, Herman Mashaba, who of course was um, one time kind of the head of the DA in Tang, who went out as an independent and started Action SA. Um, he went and put a video up that I believe has been on the news about where you can go and buy all your employment records and all the kinds of stuff that you need to be able to get jobs or, or credit loans or this, that, and the other. We can go and get all of this. So of course, this just opens the door for everybody to be able to get lines of credit and go and spend willy-nilly and people can never find you. And he says, South Africa's in trouble, my friends. My, my fellow South African, South Africa's in trouble. I'm like, Bruh Herman, are you only just working this out now?
1: Okay, so you're <laughs> saying they could buy these things that aren't necessarily legal,
0: they're totally legal. They're made up for fictitious people as well. And then if you phone a place, a <laughs> prospective employer or the person who's <laughs> wanting to, like, see if it's okay to get credit, how long has this person been working for you? You phone that number and somebody will tell you that this person that's sitting in front of you has been working for them for 10 years. Oh, in a senior capacity, wow. you can give them a line of credit to, like, 100,000 rand. It's, and he says, we're in trouble. Really? Well, it's because people tend to follow the example of their leaders. So I just think that we need better leaders. Yeah. Yep. And then, you know what? I think we'll be on the way to getting this country back to where it should be. <sighs> yeah, That's enough yeah. of that. So let's get <laughs> on to the good news. Well, it is good news that they've, they've caught the, the Guptas. I think that they should be brought back in chains. Yep.
1: And they must talk. Mm. They really must. Oh, must and talk. give the money back. And give the money back.
0: Yeah. No, money back first, dudes, and yeah. then jail. Send them off to not even Robben Island, to that other island where there's nothing, and learn, they can go and learn how to live off the land.
1: But it would be great if they did implicate all the other people who still have not been put in jail.
0: Yeah, we're waiting on that one, hey? I yeah. don't know how we're going to get it, get everybody in jail. How are we going to do it? How are we going to stop corruption? You know what? If everybody gets behind it and makes people accountable, we can stop corruption. But if everybody sits there and says, oh, there's nothing I can do, nothing will ever get done. It behooves each and every single citizen in this country to go out and do their bit. Well, it's kind of,
1: it's sort of, and it's the same theme that's going with this Irish Ryanair um, <laughs> controversy of course you know the question for South African for people traveling with a South African passport the of being an Afrikaans of course that is insane but yep. you know to prove you're South African the main point there is that if it weren't for the corruption that created these fake South African passports we wouldn't be being tested like that and so yep. that's what really needs to be addressed is stop these fake South African passports stop it
0: Yeah no, there's been a lot of discussion on on people saying, Oh, it's because they're anti South Africans, they're anti black South Africans, they're anti this and I'm like No no no, no. it's because there's so many people who are not South African who can go to Ireland because they don't need a visa to go there and they have a fake passport. That's what it is. And I mean if you're if you're only fala Portuguese or something and you don't know any Afrikaans at all, well, you know. You can. How are you going to prove that you're actually born in South Africa? We well, have to well, take, they make sure take all your documentation. Be, I
1: think the questionnaire should be in multiple languages, and I think people who have other documentation proving which should be okay. But anyway, yeah. Anyway, matric the, certificate. You, as I've just said, you passports.
0: can. You can buy all of that stuff. Yeah. You can buy all of that stuff. So it's just one of those things. Anyhow, what news have you got for expats who are listening in? We
1: have such brilliant news for everyone in the UK where, you know, all around the world people have been battling with trying to get their uh, South African passport renewals. I think now other countries because of COVID are also battling as well. But it's been since pre-pandemic that South Africans in the UK have been battling. And, you know, they email their phone. They don't get answers for we're talking weeks, months. Uh, very frustrating. And yay, thanks to the DA, the DA abroad and Mm -hmm. SA people, enough pressure has been put that they have now announced that South Africans in the UK can apply through a third party now, VFS Global, to get Mm -hmm. their children's passports, their adult passports and their renewals. And this fantastic. is fantastic news. It means no longer do you have to travel to London. They they now have interviews in Edinburgh, Birmingham and Manchester as well. It is an extra thirty pounds, but I think anybody would pay thirty pounds just to know that they have communication, that it isn't this Bermuda Triangle of where's my mm-hmm. application gone. You can track the whole application online. So it's really fantastic. And I do want to Say a big shout out to Daryl Rudd, Darren Bergman, Justin Adams, and Rory Jabba, Dr. Jabba, who all worked towards this happening. We did a petition together. We got over 20,000 signatures, which Daryl root took to Parliament. If you remember last year, mm-hmm. um, and it's all paid off. There's obviously still a long way to go, but just a so happy, just baby steps getting there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: And thank you to you as well for jumping in so quickly with that friend of mine in Cape Town who was having that big issue. And to get her daughter solo from Southeast Asia across to London. They met up two days ago in London. So I'm really, really happy about that. So awesome. Yeah. And then, um, what, okay. So it says here, SA versus Belgium. Doing what?
1: Oh, hockey. (laughs) 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 Sorry. (laughs) There was a, there was a big hockey match yesterday in Antwerp and we did lose. 0-5. Zero five. However, we're playing a game today, and mm-hmm. we are to be praised for our great defense. So it could have been a lot worse than five zero. So, yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's not go there. We're
0: talking, of course, not about ice hockey. We're talking about field hockey. Because yes. if you're speaking
1: in American,
0: hockey immediately means ice hockey, whereas we say ice hockey and hockey. Yeah. I know a lot about hockey. I played for the under-15 E team. boarding school and I had no pad so whenever the ball came near me I was running away from it uh, I've I've
1: still got all the dings in my bones from those hockey
0: (laughs) balls yeah Yeah, no don't want to don't want to play hockey okay Uh, and then um, uh, Juan Philip Smith I saw your story about the Seattle Seawolves. Yeah. Yeah, how divine is that? And why do I know about him? Because he's an ex Queenian going on from talking about talk- uh, playing hockey down in the Eastern Cape at GHS in Queenstown. He's a proud. Queens College old boy. He
1: is. He is 28 years old. And he, he moved to, so, so he did play for like under 19s, under 20s in South Africa, rugby uh, mm. professionally. And then he moved in 2018 or 2019 to America and joined the Seattle Seawolves. And so mm. they've only had uh, major league rugby in America for five years. So he was there. For about four years, he's now got 50 caps and he's only the 15th person in America to get to 50 caps. So, wow. so he goes down in history forever because um, the, the Major League Rugby organization is honoring the first 50 to get there. And he's number That's awesome, per- hey? So, yeah, well done. So, J.P. Smith.
0: Cool. All right. Let's get on to local good news. And you're talking about something with plants. So, I'm very happy about that.
1: Yeah. Do you know Renosterfelt? Yeah. What does it look like? I do.
0: Is it, it looks like a lot of the other parts of the, the Kalahari and the Karoo and the Richtersveld. It's, it's like, you know, that kind of succulent-y vibe area.
1: Okay. So apparently some of its species are heading for extinction. And yep. to just save one is worthwhile. And some volunteers in Cape Town, they're moving some roads in Belleville, doing some development. And they ask for permission to because 300 plants were were just going to be killed. So they Mm -hmm. have got their hands dirty and moved the plants and saved them. So... Well done to them. Yeah. No, I mean, it's like the whole
0: story about uh, making sure that development didn't happen in Ruudepurt at the just above the Walter Susulu Botanical Gardens, where the Albertina Sesulu one of three places where you'll find that orchid growing. The, uh, and it's been named for Albertina Susulu. So they we actually stopped the development Oh, totally like stop it the it development, so because you can't take those plants out and get them to grow somewhere else. They'll just all die, and that's okay. it, then it'll be gone.
1: Well, apparently yeah. this particular area in Cape Town should look like Namaqualand. you know, when, when all the wildflowers mm. come in mm. autumn. It should look like that, but because of development, it clearly doesn't.
0: You know, talking about development as well, I know this isn't one of the things that you have on your your list of things that are happening. Is that I'm very sad about the Bertram's inner city farm, which we've actually worked on Mandela Day over the years. And it's just, you know, by the FNB stadium, that area. Yeah. Um, and it's been going for over 15 years with this woman who started it and got all the people involved with her has been. Providing food for soup kitchens and to the school in the area. They've decided, oh no, they're taking the land back and they started bulldozing. So they've actually oh. gotten rid of that entire farm. So and it they didn't said, oh, move they're going to move it 20 kilometers oh, okay. they, But They said they'll move it 20 kilometers away. That's not going to be very useful. So yeah. anyway, there's, you know, we've been trying to get it to stop. I'm not quite sure what's happening. I'll keep you updated with that. But it would be very, very sad. In fact, you know what? The government should actually be, or municipalities should be saying, let us develop this Yeah, yeah. rather than. Rather than taking it the other way, then um, I see here. Yes, um, I saw that uh, Jesse Clegg has been putting up a, a big thing about a tribute concert. Because of course, was it yesterday or the day before uh, this week? It was, would have been Johnny Tuesday. Clegg's birthday. Yeah, yeah, he would
1: have turned sixty-nine on Tuesday. We did we did something which I've always wanted. I don't know why we didn't do it sooner. A page that just has five of his top videos. So whenever mm-hmm. you want to Johnny Clegg, it's, and it's been really popular on social media. You know, whenever you want that. connection, connection, connection because johnny clegg especially for expats obviously connects us with south africa so yeah yeah, all the favorites including of course scatterlings which is like an expat anthem
0: Um, well i used to walk around london with my my (laughs) what was it called my sony walkman Yeah. (laughs) listening to that walking around the streets of london listening to scatterlings of africa and of course the first time i ever saw johnny clegg was actually at the Malkweg in in amsterdam i didn't even see him in south africa before i went over there so there's a there's um a concert that is happening for him, and that's when on the 17th of July.
1: The 17th of July. I think it's a Sunday. It's an Ernie Jenny Baxter present. Yes. Well, it's <laughs> me and Nelson. And um, yes. it's going to have like a biggest lineup of South African musicians from the last 30 or 40 years. So Evoid will be there, elemental, mm. like some real blast from the past. And and some so new it'll people So will be like a concert well. in the
0: park. Like the concert in the park all over again, that was such an amazing concert, yeah. we still have a record for that as well mm-hmm. and no, then of it? course, talking about people who have who have left this earthly dimension very, very sad day for broadcasting this weekend with um, the demise of John Burks yeah. Um, um, I think everybody has a story about Berksy. I won't, I won't be relating mine here. So.
1: Oh, really? Nothing until Now I really want to know it. <laughs> tell <laughs> me. I'll, I'll tell
0: you off air. Because otherwise, first of all, it just sounds weird. And secondly, the second story might be bragging. But, you know, I mean, I was extremely fond of him. I just thought he was great. I remember sitting and listening to him when I was a teenager and being like completely blown away by the fact that he was, he and Stan Katz. I mean, let's be honest, yeah. broadcasting the two greats. Yeah. So I, I feel quite sorry for Stan as well. Cause I mean, they'd been friends for over 50 years, you know, mm-hmm. and this is one thing that happens as, as we get older. Unfortunately,
1: it was beautiful yeah. reading all the tributes. I mean, yeah. really John Birx made traffic jams. Okay. Nobody yeah. minded being stuck in the traffic jam and, and you know, and everybody just saying how he made their day a better day, made it a happier yeah. day. What a wonderful thing to have done, you know.
0: What was the thing that he used to get people to start like clapping in their cars or hooting or something? Yeah, and then and, like, everybody else would and...
1: see each other doing it, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So it was like a nice interconnectedness. Yeah, All right. yeah. Well, anyway… Hamburg John Burks, and I hope you're rocking in paradise up there wherever you are. I
1: remember once I was in a car between Pretoria and Joburg, and he did something like that. And I was so distracted, I lit my cigarette the wrong way around. (laughs) (laughs) Such a fright.
0: <laughs> well done, Jenny. There we go. That's fine. Okay, so what is this here? with the it's a library photo.
1: Uh, it's just, I just love Joburg Libraries. They are so innovative. They've just won an award, an international award, uh, over 76 submissions from around the world. They won of the top three winners. So there were three winners. Mm-hmm. And it's a photo from Lunasia of a – child and a grandfather connecting over digital library stuff Mm -hmm. and and just how you know with information technology you can connect generations that it's not just for the younger generation and and they both can learn from each other it's a beautiful photo and and they they well deserved win, so yeah.
0: Okay, all right. And what is uh, when you, I see you've written here the beast, and immediately I start thinking a oh, beast who <laughs> plays rugby, but that's obviously not what it's about, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, it's about something that we sort of done years ago. Remember when you and I went to Thorny Bush? So. Mm. It's an idea that this girl had, and it just so happens that her husband is a script writer, so she gave it to him, gave her idea to him, and they've turned it into a movie called The Beast. It is basically like Jaws on safari. So... It's a lion that is the beast. It stars Idris Alba, who is mm-hmm. so talented, and his friend is Sholto Copley, who you obviously know from… He was in District, District 9. Yes, yes district eight district what was it district nine district District nine district six (laughs) (laughs) but he's south african and the whole thing was filmed in south africa northern cape limpopo western cape cape town and that's coming out i think it's coming out july or whatever but we have the trailer on sa people
0: on sa people yeah so it's not like the ghost in the darkness
1: i never saw that
0: how could you not have seen it? it? was Val Kilmer and Michael Douglas and me working on it. So, I mean, come on. No, but How you come? weren't
1: in it. If you had been in it, I would have watched it. Oh, you would have
0: watched it? Yeah. Okay. No, I, was, I, I didn't even get a credit. I was really annoyed about that. And none of the second ADs got a credit on that movie. It was really sad. Anyhow. All right. So, on the entertainment point of view, we're going to keep an eye out for that. Um, obviously, How to Steal a Country, which you can go and watch. What else is there on the small screen that we might enjoy?
1: Well, right now, um, for anybody in SA or around, the world. Just to mention again that Senzo, Murder of a Soccer Star is on Netflix and Right now, that trial is happening in South Africa. So it's kind of interesting to watch it on Netflix and then watch watch it live for happening in South Africa to see what's going to happen. And um, Kelly Kumalo, who, of course, was his partner at the time and was at the house and is very famous mm. in South Africa, she's just signed up her, or, or just finished filming season three of Life with Kelly Kumo- Kumalo, which is going to be on Showmax from about the 5th of July but then again, you can watch the trailer on sapeople.com right now. Um, okay. she says because, because you know obviously there's a lot of controversy in South African people are trying to put blame on her um, mm, mm. and say that you know and, and she just says, yeah, the people are just sad that it was her that did not die that day.
0: Oh yeah, it sounds very involved. Oh, eh? yes. Almost like, almost like Daisy Demelka and that whole thing. Yes. In fact, the, the way that comes to mind, of course, is because Viv for Mark, our favourite, blonde yeah, is not so lecker in the head. <laughs> She's also been writing about Daisy Demelka. I think she should, You should get her to write for you all the time. I
1: know. <laughs> yeah, you so know Ted has written a book about Daisy.
0: Yes, we, we did discuss it on on the reading room. Oh, so, okay, okay,
1: yeah. So, interesting. so, I think
0: we must we need to make a really interesting movie. A li- uh, get Baz Luhrmann to come out and direct a movie on Daisy Domalco. Yeah. That would be quite interesting. I've never heard Talking of her before. That, that, you didn't know about Daisy DeMilker. oh My goodness me! You were super busy learning about Volrat mm-hmm. <laughs> Voltamarda. What is his name? Voltamarda, the one that took his horse into the sea to save people that was that had, on a shipwreck.
1: Didn't you not learn about that? No, I think we had different history in, in Durban.
0: (laughs) Possibly, yeah, it was very much more the English side of things in case, in Natal, yes. Okay, so what have you Mm -hmm. got coming up on the site for, that we must be looking out for, for this next week?
1: Well, Wednesday, today is, um, World Oceans Day. Mm-hmm. So we've got some information coming up later today on how you can take part um, this weekend at Blue Lagoon Beach, cleaning up the beach. And also there's a petition for everyone around the world to sign to try and get the governments to increase it from 5% of saving the ocean to, to 10% of marine mm-hmm. protected areas. I mean, okay. crazy that we're even talking Five, what we should just say is just reduce your plastic
0: use number 1 just reduce your plastic use that's all yeah but it's also yep.
1: it's also the you know the fishermen they say we make such a fuss about straws and everything but actually that's like less than 1% of the problem it's really you know fishing nets and and things like yeah. that that are
0: but any plastic, you know, yeah. just rather to get into recycling, we're going to have to start doing that. In and fact, um, Mal, I
1: saw in South Africa, a lot of people complaining to one of the shops, could it be Woolworths that now has um, reusable bags? Yeah. Oh, they've had
0: them for ages, yeah. Yeah, and,
1: and people were complaining a couple of weeks ago saying, oh, I've got so many of these reusable bags now, you need to make a plan because every time I come I forget and then I've got to get a new one. I just wanted to say we've had it for many, 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 many years abroad. Mm-hmm. You'll eventually get used to it, so kind of i'm
0: used to it i mean contract. i never go shopping without a bag yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and people say do you want a plastic i'm like no thank you yeah i have a bag and even if i need to i will carry everything in my arms and not buy a plastic bag yeah i'm so obsessive no, no, compulsive me, about me too. that
1: and and i do still forget of course i sometimes forget because i wasn't planning to go shopping or because i'm just <laughs> scatterbrained a little bit but, but um, just keep a bag in your bag like, yeah i don't <laughs> think i think i think and sorry and the reason i got so cross is that they were being ridiculous to Woolworths. they were really criticizing them. And I was yeah. just thinking, no, stop it. When people try to yeah. help, support. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
0: Get on, get on with it. You know, when, we've been doing this for years. It's about time that you actually sorted things out yourselves as well. Yeah. Jenny, as always, it's wonderful. I hope that you sort out whatever vet issue that you have. I'm, I'm sure it's not you that's going to the vet. So that's fine. <laughs> as long as you're good, my not darling. Glad.
1: Thank you. Yeah.
0: And we'll, we'll catch up with you again next week. Don't forget, people, of course, to get along to sappeople.com. And on Facebook, you go and have a look. What is South Africans? What's it? SA people for South Africans and expats all over. But if you do yeah. those those keywords, in your find at it on S.A. Facebook. People. Yeah, yeah. At SA people, Jenny. Have a fabulous week. We'll catch up with you again next week. Thanks, Mel. You care. too.
1: Mwah. Bye.
0: Bye. You've been listening to another
1: production from Solid Gold Podcasts.